Welcome back to the First Attempt Podcast. We are here again. It's preview time. It's my favourite division in football. It's the NFC West. I'm going to have a lot to say on this one about one team and not so much about the other three. But with, well, I'm Ross, if you didn't know. And with me is Dave. Oh, yeah. You're right. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. You sound thrilled to be talking about the NFC West. I mean, yeah, <laughs> boring division. Let's get three of the teams out of the way. Let's start with last season's uh, basement dwellers, Arizona Cardinals, 3-13. and 13. Um, Almost a historically bad season in terms of offensive numbers. They were just dreadful to watch uh, all the way through the season. I felt really bad for Fitzgerald last year, to be honest. He didn't deserve this at his age. Um, the, the injuries they had were astonishing, but they, beyond that, they had no talent at all. It's all changed though this year. Cliff Kingsbury is in as head coach. Kyler Murray is in at quarterback. Um, they've added players all around the place. Robert Alford's there, come over for the Falcons to give away lots of uh, penalties. Charles Clay is in the tight end. Uh, Terrell Suggs is there. Uh, they also signed Brett Hunley as a backup, which is weird. Uh, and J.R. Sweezy's joined the offensive line, which they needed more than anything because that line was disastrous last year. Um, what do you think to the Cardinals heading into 2019, though? I mean, <sighs> there's still holes everywhere. Yeah, it's hard to get too excited about them in terms of this season, but I think, like moving forward, I think there's a lot to like. Yeah, um, oh, yeah they're they're still not great, are they? <laughs> you know, it's uh... no, they, they drafted a bunch of wide receivers: Hakeem Butler, uh, Andy Isabella, and they got Christian Kirk from last year as well, along with Kevin White's there. Yeah. Kevin White. Yeah. That's a blast from the past. Yeah, I, I like I mean I guess this is what the Patriots do, isn't it? You know, you find these players that were drafted in the first round and didn't work out and then yeah. go for them, but I mean, yeah, at this stage it's sort of hard to see him being a big star now, is it? But <laughs> I guess Yeah. Is this a redemption season for David Johnson? He's got a running quarterback, he's got a, an offensive minded head coach. Is he back into that top tier of running backs, do you think, after this season? I think so. I think he's um Great value in fantasy, especially this year. I think he's, uh, yeah, yeah. I think this. I think again, it's another one of them. They had quite a big injury, didn't he? And sometimes players take a year to get back into it, and yeah. he's coming into this as healthy as he can be. And well, assuming nothing happens between now and the start of the season, but you know, <laughs> he's coming into this with like a full off season. Yeah, with it's, this new offense. Yeah, it's hard not to see him being back to at least one of the better running backs because. I think people always forget just how good he was in them first couple of years because he was incredible, wasn't yeah, he? He was like sixteen. He had sixteen touchdowns. Yeah, like one of the most exciting players in the whole league. Yeah, yeah like every time, was, it, yeah. every time he touched the ball, it felt like he could take it for a touchdown, didn't it? Really, and yeah, that sort of went away last year. But I've always yeah. been, and if anyone heard me on my old podcast, I won't give them a plug because why would I? But um, I was on the hill that I don't think Johnson is. As, as good as he was hyped up to be coming off of uh, his first season but then he proved me wrong getting 16 touchdowns the year after so yeah, <laughs> yeah he was I feel like his first up like, four carries he, he had like 80 yard touchdowns in like three of them or something yeah it was, he just uh, killed it last year. yeah it's weird yeah uh, he uh, yeah he was I, he, he's got to improve I think just yeah just the offence I think he got seven touchdowns and 940 yards last year on an offence that was absolutely dreadful so you'd well that's pretty good to go it? up that's not bad, is it? No, like, certain touchdowns for running back is pretty decent. Yeah, that's not terrible numbers. If you'd asked me to get it, it felt a lot worse than that, didn't it? But yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think he's, I think he's a safe bet for somebody to improve on that. Yes, definitely. Um, 
Kyler Murray, would you be drafting him as your QB1? Um, I think when we did our draft coverage, I said I wouldn't have drafted him, so I'm not mm. going to like change now. But <laughs> I mean, all the reports of him are good, but then I think they always are, aren't they? Because yeah. I mean, most of the reports are coming from local media who sort of want him to be good. So I think you can almost take them with a little bit of a pinch of salt. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's hard because yeah, I'm just not I'm not I'm just not sold on him really. I don't think he's that great, but. He could be the right quarterback for that team because, you know, he's going to have to avoid some pressure. and well, He's going to have a lot of that because their offensive line names yeah. are just terrifying. Just yeah, I don't... yeah, it's not great for him. DJ Humphreys. Yeah, it's not ideal. It's not the ideal situation we're really coming into, but, you know, Kingsbury got his man yeah. pretty quickly. They put a lot of confidence in him for a coach that, you know... He hasn't really done anything to warrant that, but they obviously have a lot of faith in him. And I mean, I think there's a lot worse things that teams could do than back the head coach like this, you know? Yeah, exactly. They're the guys he wanted. They went out and got the guys that he wanted, and that's kind of the best you can do for him. Um, yeah, because teams end up in that sort of situation even when they're trying to win, you know, or yeah. like trying to sort of be conservative or whatever it might be. So if you're going to end that situation, you might as well do it with the sort of giving the coach a full back in. A bit like we said with. Um, Josh Allen and the Bills, they've mm. given him every chance to succeed and yeah. I think they're doing the same at Kingsbury here, so Yeah, um, there's not much to talk about on defence. Do they improve from three and thirteen? They have to, don't they, surely? <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> even they if have it's to. five or six. Yeah, I'd go um, five, six wins, something like that. But yeah. I think this is a it's hard because I don't think it is a free year. As soon as you draft a quarterback at one, it's not a free year, no, but it has to perform to a degree. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, it almost feels like one of them where the record doesn't matter as much as mm. like the performance of like Murray. Well, Murray, it's all about Murray with the season, really, isn't it? This yeah. is if he performs, it's a good season. If he doesn't, it's not. Basically, the record doesn't really matter to a point, you know. Yeah, they're, they're going to get Murray versus Mayfield in Week 15. That should be fun. Oh, I can't. I already can't be bothered with it. <laughs> I might go, might go on after that week. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think they'll slightly improve on last year, but not. I don't think it's going to be these great leaps that things uh, teams people are expecting them to do. And I think the same about a team that finished with just one more win last year. The Forty ers they finished four and twelve. Um, and I don't. Obviously, I'm saying this from a perspective of a Seahawks fan, but I do not get the hype around the Niners coming into this season. Nick Bosa is a really good addition on that defensive line, but it's full of names that haven't performed to their drafts um, positioning, like DeForest Buckner. It was a really high pick. Solomon Thomas, a really high pick as well. They've not performed, I don't think, to the level that was expected of them. No, it's tough. Because I think we said this time last year that the Fortnite's are one that I think people sort of overhyped them a little. Yeah. And I think a year, another year of building sort of has definitely helped them. Mm. I think a lot of their season is going to rest with Garoppolo and whether he is that quarterback that some people think he is and others don't, you know, I think... Yeah, where do you stand on Jimmy G? He's the obviously, I love him. Obviously, yeah, yeah, like, he's dreamy, isn't he? Like, he is. I do, I do, I think he is great. I think he has got all the tools to be a top 10 quarterback, you know, it's just... They showed with their system last year, they can get, they can manufacture yards. Nick Mullins is no world beater, but he was putting up some huge numbers. Yeah, I, I think Shanahan is... 
he's almost become a bit underrated. Mm. You know, I think because of like McVeigh and some of his other coaches, I think he's become a little underrated. But yeah, I think he is. I think he's a great coach, and I think like the running game is another one. I think it's a weird thing the running game because there's what's there like four backs there that could realistically get some touches. But yeah, Breeder, Coleman, McKinnon. Jeff Wilson is there as well. Uh, Mostert is there also there. And they also involve um, Carl Juszczyk in the run game. Yeah. <laughs> Six I think, games there. Yeah, I think if I had to pick somebody to come out of that as like my running back one, I'd go Tevin Coleman. But yeah. I don't... Matt Brady's I don't be... going undrafted. Yeah. In redraft I, leagues. Yeah, it, that, that's insane to me. Because for, for me, like fantasy-wise, whoever ends up being that running back, mm. I want a piece of him because I think he's going to be a fantasy star. It's just... God knows who it is at that state at this stage, sorry. Yeah, I think Bruno averaged five point four yards or attempt last year. Yeah, he, he was insane. Attempts. Well, it felt like he played with like broken legs and stuff at times, <laughs> didn't it? He was just like a warrior. But um, yeah, whoever ends up being that running back there, I want a piece of them. But yeah, definitely. Like for me, it's one of them. Like especially late on, just draft like a couple of them. Yeah, you know, even if it's can. McKinnon. Yeah, there's a chance that he does win the job, and mm. yeah, whoever. Whoever wins that job is going to be a valuable fantasy player. A bit like the Chiefs. Whoever ends up as a Chiefs running back is going to be a fantasy star because yeah. the Chiefs running back always is. Yeah, definitely. Um, wide receiver-wise, it's again, it's not fantastic. Marquis Goodwin is quick. Um, they've got Jalen Hurd, rookie, and Debo Samuel, rookie, along with Trent Taylor and Dante Pettis. I like Pettis out of all of those guys the most. They've also got Jordan Matthews is still in the league as well. Yeah, I mean, both the rookies... I, quite, I liked a lot coming out. Mm. Um, I think they got some a couple of good players there. Like Pettis, I think people are a little bit hard on him. I think he's, I think he's good, but I don't know. I think people have got a bit carried away with like a couple of decent games midway through last year. Yeah, some of his numbers um, are inflated because he burnt the Seahawks twice and had two like huge yeah. games against us. Yeah, he's a tough one. It's, I mean, obviously Kittle was the. Yeah. It's basically the wide receiver Historic one. Historic season you know? he had last yeah. year. Yeah, he he is their like number one receiver, isn't he? Really, like yeah. realistically, he's a tight end. But he had eighty you know. receptions for one thousand three hundred and seventy yeah. yards. <laughs> Only five yeah. touchdowns though. Yeah, that is a bit weird, really. Yeah, for a tight end, you sort of think. How do you get that many yards but not get into the end zone more than five times? Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it mattered for him because he was he was amazing. One is well, sorry, wasn't he? Yeah. But yeah, that I think the receivers is. An area they could have done a bit more with. I don't. I'm surprised they didn't sign a better name. Like I don't really know why they weren't in for Antonio Brown at that price. To be honest, there was reports that they were in for um, Beckham, wasn't there? But obviously, didn't yeah. pay the price. Which is they, like, why would you not pay yeah. what you want for someone like that? Yeah, like the price for both was relatively low, I think. Mm. But yeah, to me, I think if imagine if that. If you put Antonio Brown on this offense, yeah, all of a sudden it's like, well, this is yeah, it's a scary. They, yeah, these are a contender, aren't they? But yeah, now there's not other than Kittle, you're not really that worried about the other players. But no. you know, there's a good chance that one of them will break out or two of them. So you know, it's it's hard. I think they're hard to judge mm. sort of the wide receivers because it's a little bit unknown. I'd I'd say, but yeah, I trust Shanahan to get the best out of a quarterback and yeah. And in any offense, really. So, yeah, on that front, I do, I do sort of trust them to be at least decent. But it's hard to know because you know it's a tough division. Yeah, defensively, they added Quan Alexander. He's a good linebacker. Um, and then in the backfield, they've got 
Sherman's still there, along with a, just a bunch of young kids, basically. And Jason Verrett they signed, but at this point, I have no idea if he can actually play football anymore. Oh, it, well, like, is he going to play more than like five games? <laughs> is is a big question for him, isn't it? It's yeah, it's a hard one. He's but been in the league since twenty fourteen, he's played twenty five games. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I thought I thought it was lower than that. <laughs> honestly, it is. It's uh, yeah, they're not. Yeah, it doesn't sort of jump off the page at you, does it? But no, I think I think they're an intriguing team, the Forty ers It's just hard to know sort of how far that intrigue takes you. You know, yeah. I, I did it go above four wins? I think so. I think I think I think they've been sort of somewhere in the middle of the road, sort of you know. Yeah, I think seven, eight, nine. Yeah, seven, nine, eight, and eight, somewhere in that range. Yeah, but I do, I do think they have the potential to. If everything clicks together, you know, if Garoppolo is that quarterback, then they're yeah, a they sneaky team. The top two teams in this division, definitely. Like, I think last year they were everyone's dark horse. Yeah. Where, like, this year they are an actual dark horse, you know. Like, yeah. no one's talking about them too much. Like, I mean, there is... I mean, there's more reason to be hopeful this year than there was last year. Yes. And everyone was picking them this time last year. Yeah, it's weird. So, yeah, I think there's more, there's more there now, so... Yeah, I do think they are a bit of a dark horse because, mm. yeah, I love Shanahan. I think that's just such a positive for any team. And then, yeah, Gar- Garoppolo is a bit of a wild card still. What's he played? 10 games at this yeah, stage exactly. now? Yeah, he's, all this money backed into a guy that's not really done it at this point. If he can do it, then he's going to be superstar quarterback. But yeah, he's got to do yeah. it. Yeah, it's... I think they're one of the more interesting teams coming into this year and one that's not really being talked about much. No, yeah, I agree. There's going to be an improvement, but I'm not sure it's enough to. No. Get into yeah, the I think. Yeah, eight and eight with a bit of upside, I think, for me. So, yeah. so but yeah, they're, yeah. yeah, they're an interesting team. Yeah, I agree. It's really tough for me to say, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, finishing second in the division last season was, of course, my Seattle Seahawks. We finished ten and six, uh, losing in the wild card to the Cowboys. Um, again, it's not. We've, we've added a few players, but. It's been a, a fairly quiet off season. Um, kind of highlighted okay. by DK Metcalf coming in and Doug Baldwin retiring. Yeah, I guess the big news is the extension for Wilson, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. People saying they shouldn't pay him that much money, but why wouldn't you pay your quarterback that much money? Dak Prescott's about to get paid more money than him, so <laughs> yeah, so I won't worry too much about it. Yeah, that's that, that. What he wants reportedly is insane, but you've got to pay him because there's only, only only so many good quarterbacks in the league, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Also, we've done the, the Cowboys already, but if they don't pay Dak, yeah, who are they going to pay? Well, they're obviously they're going to pay Zeke and whatever. But I mean, when where do they find their next quarterback from? Like, yeah, exactly. Are they going to go and pay Derek Carr the same money they could have just paid Dak Prescott <laughs> this year? You know, <laughs> it's like the same job. Almost. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I think it ends up with them somewhere in the middle, but I think Dak yeah. will be the highest paid quarterback. So yeah, well, yeah. He's currently the highest paid quarterback. He's been uh, his, his job is incredibly safe because he's being backed up by Paxton Lynch and Geno Smith in a quarterback battle in camp um, which Lynch Big, is shockingly winning at the minute well Geno's out isn't he isn't he yeah. out for a few weeks like didn't he have surgery or something yeah, like that poor old Geno but Paxton Lynch has looked alright it's odd because he's a completely different quarterback to Wilson in our offence but it sounds like it's going to be more of the same Chris Carson and Rashad Penny the, the two headed kind of running back attack with Carson uh, getting more touches um through the air this year they want to target him at least 50 times so if he can bring in a lot of those that's his fantasy value goes up as well I think 
it just feels like more of the same for the Seahawks, you know. Yeah. Just the same as last season, where there's going to be games where they look amazing and games where mm. you think, like, how is this t- this team? Yeah. I think it's even one of Super in the last like decade, let alone like a contender this year. You know, yeah, I do agree with that. I'm not one of these Seahawks fans that's completely blinded to the fact that we have got massive holes in this roster. The, the, but, the secondary, for instance, is hugely depleted. But it does seem to make sense though. Sometimes you know the bad games; they just seem to come out of nowhere. Like yeah, mainly when we play the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four points or something. Yeah, you play some dreadful team. You've, it's like a twelve point game. Right? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's... We play down to other teams' levels, I think. And then we yeah. turn out 12 teams levels like we beat the Chiefs towards the end of the last season in a, in a shootout. We can do that and we can also put up six points against the Cardinals and lose on a, a field goal. It's incredibly Look, frustrating to watch. To me, and this might be sort of like blasphemy, I don't know. Like, <laughs> but is it getting to the time when it's time to move on from Carroll maybe? No, I was on the train last year. Like a fresh approach because it does feel a little stale to me. The problem is if know? they move on is Brian Schottenheim and the guy that takes over and... <laughs> That's more yeah. of the same. Yeah, it's yeah. I guess it depends who you're bringing in, but yeah. yeah, it does almost feel like it's getting to that point, doesn't it? Where yeah, are the Seahawks contenders? Because if they're not, they should be. Yeah, there's going to be um, a season where it doesn't go right, and that's when I think the calls will come. And now that uh, Paul Allen's suddenly no longer with us, it, it could just Pete could go, and John Schneider gets another crack with a new head coach. And I think with Carroll, it's sort of. One, you can make... If he wanted to go out that way, you could sort of have it as him retire and you wouldn't yeah. need to even fire him, would you? You could sort of, like, soften it that way. But yeah. to me, he seems like something that would just go and get another job anyway, like Tom Coughlin. Like, yeah, I feel I like he's, he's in it for that, life. He's earned that retirement thing, but yeah, he wouldn't be out of work for long, I think. No. I think he'd land somewhere. Um, but I think sometimes teams just need it, don't they? Like Andy Reid in the past with different teams. and I mean, Sometimes teams just need to move on and... Yeah, coaches need to move on for them for like, for both of them, but just to freshen the whole place up almost. Yeah, it does feel like it needs something new there, doesn't it? Just something. Yeah, because there is a lot of talent. Well, offensively, obviously you got Wilson, you got the running backs. Um, wide receiver wise, we were talking off off pod earlier about yeah. Tyler Lockett. Do you think he's like, primed to carry on what he did last year? I think, I think come next season he's going to be like talked about as a star. You know, I think it's really one of the runners. Yeah, he's an odd receiver to be. You know, it's he's, but like I guess so is Tyreek Hill. You know, I think. Oh, yeah. To me, I think he is. I think he's just great. Like it. Like I think he is. There's so much about him that I like, and I think Metcalf as well. Like I loved Metcalf coming in. I think he was an absolute steal where you got him. And yeah, I was so excited that we got him. I was talking to you for weeks before the draft, saying like, he's the guy I want. Like find out everything you can for him <laughs> about him for yeah. and yeah I'm so yeah. excited that he's going to be on the outside just running those go routes and then with Lockett kind of in the slot I think he's taking the Baldwin position of being moved all over the place but yeah it is like Hill he's 5 foot 10 he's almost as quick as Tyreek Hill Hill's probably the quickest player but he can keep up with him and to come back off of that horrific leg break he had two years ago which it still gives me nightmares to see it's horrific to have that season and that what perfect passer completion rating with Wilson. Yeah, it's that it's amazing, really, isn't it? And I mean, every sort of like advanced stat says that Lockett is great. You know, I think he yes. shows up in all of them, and that's that's not a coincidence. You know, I think he is. And I don't think Wilson's necessarily the easiest quarterback in the world to play with. I think he's great, yeah. but 
I don't think it's the easiest quarterback to play with. So mm. I think that's credit to him as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think he is a real breakout candidate this year. I think the receiver call is getting slightly underrated because uh, we've got Jaron Brown as well, who only caught 14 balls last year, but five of those were touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> he can just find yeah. space in the end zone, and there's going to be more, yeah. um, more targets to go around now that Baldwin's not there. He was targeted yeah. 84 times. That's got to go somewhere. I think sometimes... Like not having a player like Baldwin, because obviously he was injured for most of last year, wasn't he? It wasn't like mm. he was playing that much. He didn't play that many games. No, he was Wilson's security blanket. It's often yeah. the end, but it was it was Doug Baldwin. And I think you take him out of it properly, and then all of a sudden you can actually like game plan properly, and mm. you can sort of do other things. I think sometimes having that player, like a bit for the Patriots, I think we're, they're going to be a very different offense without Gronk. Yeah, because they have to be, and I think that the Seahawks will change because they have to about Baldwin. So. In some ways, it can almost like, I don't know, make the roles clearer for some of the other players because yes, definitely. you haven't got to worry about him being there, maybe not being there. Hmm. Yeah, for, yeah, for me, yeah, I think there's some potential with the receivers. Yeah, defensively, I think we're slightly weaker, but then it's not helped by the NFL suspending Jaron Reed for six games for something he did uh, five years ago. Um, that's not helped because he was on he had broke out last year with 10 sacks. Um, it does leave the... Defensive line a bit weak, but we've signed Zeke answer if he can be fit and the guy he occasionally is, that would be good. And then in the secondary, it looks it looks weak. It's full of rookies and Bradley McDougal basically. I like McDougal, but it's um, it's a worry the guys around him. We've we signed Deshaun Shedd, who was had his best years with us. But then the linebackers, I'd still argue they're the best in the league. Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright are a great one-two, and if Michael Hendricks avoids prison, then uh, <laughs> that's not a bad third. <laughs> no, and I mean. When you win the Super Bowl, it was this sort of defense almost, wasn't it? Like, yeah, lots of young guys with yeah chips on their shoulders. Yeah, and like it almost felt like for a while the Seahawks lost that sort of chip, and mm. it was sort of part of what made them good. So, uh, it's hard to know because, as I say, it's so hard to predict from week to week, like yeah. which team you're getting. But they're going to be there or thereabouts. I think for me, it's just a similar season to last year. Yeah, I'll take that. Another 10 wins, roughly around there. Nine, ten wins I'd be happy with. Um, and we've also got Michael Dixon, who's my favourite player in the league. Because uh, <laughs> he's just mad. <laughs> uh, but there we go. That, that's the Seahawks. We, we're going to have to talk about the Rams, unfortunately, as much as I don't really want to. Um, last year's losing Super Bowl uh, finalists um, finished 13-3 in the division. Uh have they done a great deal again this year? Players have left more than they've joined, haven't they? CJ Anderson yeah. after his little brief foray with them. Um, and Dominic Sue's left. Uh, Marcus Joyner's gone as well. Roger Saffold's left for the Titans. They made a lot of sort of short term bets with players, didn't they? And, mm. you know, obviously it almost paid off getting the Super Bowl. But. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And obviously, I mean, it's hard to talk about the rounds about just talking about Todd Gurley, isn't it? Mm. That's. Yeah. I think a lot of their season is going to boil down to what he actually is because I don't think anyone really knows outside of the team right now, do they? Because no, you can, you but, can if you draft Gurley in the mid-second round where he's going now, and he's Todd Gurley. That's maybe the greatest value you're ever going to get. Yeah, it's just <laughs> if, to me, if he's going to be him. It seemed crazy the way they've used him after his sort of injury history, like before he even got into the league. Yeah. I don't know why you would draft a player like him and just sort of run him into the ground like they did. No, they should have kind of I, managed him. But... 
yeah, even if you manage him and then like let him go in the playoffs, mm. like there's no need for him to be touching the ball like thirty times a game or whatever. It, it felt like that. I don't really quite got that many, but it wasn't far off. I don't think. He's a, it's just four years, one thousand forty-two attempts. It's just too many. Yeah, for a man with dodgy knees, um, which they knew yeah. about before. Yeah, I don't. And yeah, because it's not that you can even go. They drafted him knowing they were going to just get one contract out of him and let him go because they've given him a new big deal. So yeah. yeah, a lot comes down to him. And obviously they've drafted a running back, but they brought back Malcolm it... Brown as well, who's kind of going underrated. I think he was all right yeah. for them last year. Yeah, they've got, they've got Jared Goff. Tough. He's he's Jared Goff. They've also got <laughs> Blake Bortles, who again is just Blake Bortles. Um, be interesting to see if he ever gets a start. What he could do with this offense would be interesting. I think um, wide receiver wise, have they got three number ones or have they got three number twos basically in Cook, Cup, and Woods? I think they've got three good number twos, but yeah. I sort of almost think it works for them. Yeah, I think that sort of that's what they need because I think any of them can break out from week to week. I think the one player that I think is getting a bit overrated this year, and for me, I wouldn't even touch him in fantasy where he's going, is Cooper Cup. Yeah, because off that injury. Yeah, players coming off that sort of injury mm. very rarely just come straight back and yeah. so often they need that year, especially wide receivers. When you look at the stats of wide receivers coming off that sort of injury, it's very rarely that first year that they come back that quick yeah, you know or come back to yeah bad, bad I think from. yeah for me give me Robert Woods or Cooks but mm-hmm. yeah I don't want to touch Cup to be honest no that's fair tight end wise they're kind of no, nothing really there Gerald Everett I suppose or Tyler Higby's the the one there the line looks the offensive line looks a bit weaker to me yeah there's no there's no standout names there they've still got Whitworth obviously but the rest of the guys are kind of a bit around the league but it's when you get to the defence that's where you see Aaron Donald's name and also Michael Brockers and the rest of them which Donald's the best player in the league isn't he yeah I think so there's no one else Um, can do what he can do no it's yeah the defence is great I think the offence is good Mm. and again which is pretty decent as well I was talking about in the what would it be the AFC West podcast we were talking about the favourites how are the Rams not favourite to win this conference? Yeah. It, it seems mad to me. Like, I don't know how you could look at the Saints and look at the, the Rams and pick the Saints. Yeah, that is odd. Yeah, like, even if Gurley's not playing, I mean, they managed to manufacture CJ Anderson into, <laughs> like, an absolute star, Chargers. didn't they? It's, like, the if Gurley doesn't the play... The odds as the Chargers, by the way, 10 to 1. Give me the Rams over the Chargers every single day of the week, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I I really like the Rams team, and again, I think I said it with the Chiefs. I could easily be talked into picking them to go one better this year. I think yeah, yeah, I think they're I think there's just there's so much talent that if if you get Gurley back, even like 80% of what he was, then mm. I think the, they should be the favourites of the NFC. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Annoyingly, I have to agree. I can't not. <laughs> Even without him, I think maybe they should be the favourites of the NFC. I think, for me, they'd be my pick for the NFC. Yeah. Did they, they first thing in three? Does that sound about right? Yeah, it feels about right again. I guess, I guess 
the division's a little bit stronger. I think the bottom two teams are going to be a bit better, aren't they? So Yeah, they could take a game off them here or there. Yeah, but 12 wins for them feels pretty safe, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, if, they got, if they got 11 or 10, it would feel like a real underwhelming season, and something's probably happened with that. I think the only thing that can almost derail it is if they maybe like, turn more towards Goff. Yes. You know, the running game, if Gurley is injured and they put the ball in his hands more. But like in the Super Bowl, well, maybe not the Super Bowl so much, but the, the championship game and the playoffs, he did make some throws when he had to. Mm. You know, there was a couple of spots in there where like they it was on his shoulders and he did come up with a good. So maybe he can. But yeah, I think that's... If if something does go wrong, then I'm... Like, if we're looking back at their season, like this time next year... It's probably if it's gone wrong. It's probably because you know it was a bit too much on Goff's shoulders. Yeah, they had some incredibly close games last year. They beat the Packers by two points. Uh, they lost to us thirty. They beat us thirty-three, thirty-one, and then thirty-six, thirty-one as well. They beat the Chiefs by three points in that crazy fifty-one, fifty-four game. Um, yeah. And yeah, they lost. Um, when they lost, they lost quite badly. I suppose they lost by ten to the Saints. Um, they only scored six points against the Bears. Uh, late on at the start of December, so yeah, they, they are fallible, but yeah, they are one of the best teams in the whole league. Annoyingly, so um, yeah, that is the NFC West rounded up. One more to go. We will be back next week with another pod. But Dave, where can people find us on social media? So on Twitter, we're at first and ten underscore, and uh, on Facebook, which is first and ten. You know, follow them. It's, it is uh, drafting season. Get on the sleeper. Use our app. Use our um, link. Sorry, not our app. <laughs> if only. Um, <laughs> use our links. It's on our Facebook page. I think it's on our Twitter as well. And uh, I'm sure Dave will put something on the website about it. Yeah, I'll keep posting. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to download it, if you want to download it, then delete it. You know. There you go. Do it. Do it with our link. You know? <laughs> not that we get anything for it. So. No. You know. But we do maybe. a little bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but like genuinely, even before. But even before. We had any sort of link with Sleeper, I was bigging it up to everyone that I could because yeah, it was just great. Like before anything happened, all the mega leagues removed them. Yeah, all the mega leagues, all our dynasty leagues were over there. There's just so much to like about it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get, get your leagues on there. Get on it via us. Um, so until next week, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye, and we'll see you next week.